Good rising. Actually, it's not good rising. It's good evening. Wow. It, I actually sounded like I was just waking up when I should be getting ready to go to bed, but I'm full of life. Um, and that was so innocent. I just heard myself saying good rising like it really was the rising. Wow. So, hi, this is Bush Mama recording live on Anchor. The time is 10.32pm. I should be in my bed by now because I do wake up really early. Um, But I'm awake and I'm just going to go with the flow, trusting that I will wake up with the energy that I need for my day. So I was just outside. Um, I always get inspirations and downloads when I'm outside Um, by myself, just taking in some deep breaths again. Like, really, I'm really um, having fun with my breath, you know? Like, anytime I feel uncertain about anything, or if a suggestion comes in that wants to challenge my way of thinking, anything that feels uneasy, I take it to the breath. And I've been consciously doing this um, since I really started chanting again, because one thing... I now know, wasn't really conscious of it before, but what I do know now about chanting is the longer your breath, the more you can hold the tone of the words. And the longer you're able to hold the tone of the words is the more power those words have because it's the breath that has the power, you see? Words unspoken... As much as silence is also powerful, there are thoughts, there are words unspoken. The words are still being created in the mind, they're just not being spoken. But we have to have life in words for them to have meaning and have an effect. And the breath, the life force is that, you know. So when we're chanting, and this is something that I've been realising since I've returned to chanting... My breath is a lot longer because I'm practicing to deep um, breathe without feeling any blockages or any pain in my chest. When I first started deep breathing, I did feel some uncomfortability in my chest. Um, and, And I moved through that. Exercising also helped me move through that. So what happens when we don't really move the body beyond our normally walk? walking to work or walking the children to school or sitting down in the office and walking to the toilet. The body's used to that kind of routine and there is no exertion. The body's not challenged. In fact, the muscles that are not being used, we lose. Uh, Like as we get older, our body gets softer. It's because the muscles are basically dying. We're not using them, so we lose them. So the body was made to move, okay, So, being outside, I realised that, I realised so many things outside, but I'm going to talk about this particular topic in regards to um, connecting to the breath, um, lengthening our lifespan, you know, raising our vibration, oxygenating our body naturally, um, you know, growing beyond what we've always done, and really preparing ourselves for a new change. Because a new change is upon us, whether we want to realise it or not. 
Um, and it really is a bit, it is about being adaptable, flexible, you know, um, and knowledgeable as well. Do you know what I mean? It's like, for those who don't know what time it is, it, it could look quite, like, daunting. But there's always two sides of the coin, okay? And like I said, I have a lot to say, and I'm talking about breath, I'm talking about the body moving. I'm talking about us having this super conscious, super galactic power. Like, really, we have, like, what came to me today, um, earlier on today, actually, another download, is that we, our power is the perceived, is the, is what they call the perceived, our power is what they call the placebo, placebo effect. My tongue is twisting. So, you know, the, the placebo effect when they basically do have two subjects, one gets the real pill, one gets the sugar pill. And the one that gets the sugar pill claims that whatever the issue was is, is you know, now being rectified or neutralized by the tablet, not realizing that it's that was a sugar pill and your your own mind did that, just believing in that sugar pill. And that's the power that we have. But we don't really look into that power. We just probably just hear that we have it and don't really do nothing to activate that power or we don't show an interest to get to know the power. We just hear it and it goes over our head like there's no connection. Literally, there's no connection. And I was there. Trust me, I was there. I was there. Like, if people come and sit in my presence and ever see me get in the download, I'm fired up. As the information comes, excuse me, as the information comes in and as I'm, you know, deciphering it myself, I'm getting to know it for myself and I'm I'm excited. Do you know what I mean? I'm just excited because it's 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 fresh, it's new, it's real, it resonates. It's it's effortless, it's simple, it's loving, it's it's it it, it, it it's not selfish, it's selfless, it involves the all. You know? So the first thing that I want to really just share what happened to me outside is the realization that we are powerful beings and that the body does need to move beyond the normal movement that it makes every day. You know, we have to basically use the breath, connect to the breath, because there's a mantra going out there right now saying, or I don't hear it now, but it was saying for a very long time, maybe two weeks, maybe two months. I don't know how long it went on for because I really didn't get myself involved at all. But there was a mantra out there in the world and it was saying, we can't breathe, we can't breathe. And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. The whole world is chanting this mantra. It's like chanting Nam Myoho Renge Kyo. There's power in intentions and there's power in words. And there was the, the it was basically, I, I don't know how much percentage of the world that was saying that, but it felt like at least half. And that felt like a lot to me. I didn't get involved in it. I didn't have no part of that. What I did get involved with was saying the opposite. I can breathe. So I took my breath deeper. I actually did the opposite of what, what the world was doing. It was, just, it was just a natural thing to do. Because just hearing people saying I, that they couldn't breathe was suffocating me, hearing it. What do you mean we can't breathe? Like, you really got the mask on and you can't breathe through that. And then to breathe through the mask and you're wearing the mask and you're saying we can't breathe, like, you're really, like, suffocating to death. 
And I was like, no, that's not the way that I know I'm ready to go whenever I need to go. But that's not the way that I want to go through self-suffocation. No, I don't want to do that to myself. I want to really connect to my breath until it leaves me. And then we connect on the other side. See, the breath never leaves me, right? The breath never leaves me. The body leaves me. The breath and I will always be connected. The breath is the life force energy. The breath is the energy that never dies but only transforms. So I know the last breath never leaves me. So when they say this shit to us, they program us with so much lies and so much confusion, so much fabrication and so much untruths. And we take these untruths on as a language, you know. I can breathe. And I am powerful beyond my limitation. And everything that has been fed to us, it has a limit to it. Even the food that we eat, it has an expiry date to it, it has a limit and you might say, and this is what just came to me, and I might say, well, fruits and vegetables and flowers have a limit. Oh, yes, they do. Once you pluck them out and you take them away from their natural habitat and you domesticate those things or you bring those fruits from the tree onto into your fruit bowl, yes, they have been cut off from the root. They have been cut off from the tree or they've been picked from the tree so we can eat. So therefore, as long as they're not connected to the root, they will get weaker. Do you know what I mean? But even their weak is our strong. You, you see what I'm saying? It's like, but they're no longer connected to the tree. So they're no longer, even though they are a part of that tree, there's no more connection to that tree. And that, to me, that's a sacrifice. When we pick the tree, pick the apples and the pears and the fruits and we dig up the, the ground food and we have that as food, yes, it's a sacrifice and that's why it's infinite. We can grow sweet potatoes until the cows come home. We can grow apples until the cows come home. We can grow bananas until the cows come home. Now there's a threat to the Cavendish bananas. They've got some virus called TS42 if I'm right, if I'm wrong, please correct me, but some virus called TS42 that's basically wiping out the whole of the Cavendish bananas. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, and when it's wiping out the whole of the Cavendish uh, bananas, it's like you can't grow anything, you can't grow anymore, that's it. So, and it's happening really fast. So we don't realise what's really happening right now because we're so heavily distracted by we can't breathe, Black Lives Matter, um, the CV, I'm not even going to repeat that word, and just all the other stuff. That's, there's so much distraction. And as much as I'm online, I do need a break from it. And that's why I like to go outside and take some deep breaths and really really connect to the earth and mama and my own self and my breath and life itself and then come back again because it's too much it literally it's like it can turn you crazy if you're not grounded you know you've got instagram a whole bunch of things happening there you've got facebook even though i'm not on that you've got whatsapp your notification i don't have my notification on at all but i can if i'm on my phone doing research i can still see the pop-ups maybe i need to get them down but 
there's and then you've got Twitter and like and I understand I get it now why all these social medias and then you've got TikTok which is actually taking over the whole flipping universe. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's just one after the other, one after the other. And it's like you're just flicking from one to the other, to the other, to the other, to the other, to the other. And you just keep, it's almost like a loop. You just keep on flicking from one thing to another. And because the updates are almost instantly, when you, by the time you've gone, you've circled all the way around. And you've come back to, you know, round one, which could be Instagram. You're seeing something new, which captures you again. So, I get it, man. We have to take control. I have to take control, and that's what I do. I just go outside, and, and you know, the whole day my my phone was in my hand, you know, and I told my, I was t- saying to my body, I'm so sorry for putting you through this, because I know whether I feel it or not, and I do feel it, the radiation going through my body. I, I apologise to my body, because, you know, it, it it's it's the addiction, and, and I'm addicted to it, and I'm not going to lie. Do you know what I mean? And I'm trying to conquer this addiction, and this is what it was designed for. It was designed. It was designed to capture us, to, 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 to hypnotize us, to, to pull us into the net. Do you know what I mean? It's like it is the net, and we've all we've all been caught up in the net like fishes. And when they catch fishes, what do they do with fishes? They eat them. Well, they eat them dead. But you know, it's they 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 catch them to eat them. They they they're being caught to be devoured, and when you think about the World Wide Web, www dot whatever your website is dot com. How does a spider catch its prey? Via the web, so we are the preys in the web, and we are caught up. And I try my best to, you know, not to have myself all entangled up. In it, and it's difficult because it's it's the way how things are has just unfolded before our very eyes, and we've been involved in it, not realizing that this is going to be the new way of living, like you know, going to the local corner shop. You know that's not going to happen soon. You're not going to have a local corner shop. You're going to have a local corner shop online, and within two to three days, or maybe a day, twenty four hours, if you're lucky, you're going to have that at your door. Do you know what I mean? So, I'm I I'm good with the change, but I'm wondering if everybody else can see how quickly our world has changed, our life has changed, and you know if you're not flexible like a coconut tree, you're not able to bend and be flexible with the with the storm and the hurricanes and the tornadoes, and there some serious weather's got some we're going to be going through some serious weather. You know, and, you know, I was in the kitchen just a few minutes ago and I was like, wow, it is about being prepared to die. Do you know what I mean? And I laughed to myself and what came out of myself was I've died so many times to die one more time. It wouldn't even matter. And I started laughing to myself. I'm like, where the hell did that come from? Do you know what I mean? It's like I was sitting there thinking about death. You know, but just accepting whatever is to be is going to be. You know, we know that we never came into this existence to be here forever. We knew that. Do you know what I mean? And this is a reminder that, or I'm reminding you that, we're not here forever. Because this is not even our home. This is a place of learning. This is a place of experiencing different elements of ourselves. The human form of ourselves. You know? 
being free but being controlled or being held captive by yourself and also being controlled you know it's about breaking free and if you can't break free of your hands you break free of your mind and you still experience the bliss of the power that we possess in a different way but you're in control and nothing is controlling you even though it may seem as though it is so really there's a saying only the strong ones will survive and i'm telling you now that makes sense in dominica i can't remember what year it was um hurricane maria she basically devoured dominica and i was in the midst of that and i was in a home that was built by a builder who doesn't see himself as a builder and doesn't think he did a good job of the house but out of all of the houses surrounded us surrounded us surrounding us at the time our house was the only one that still had a roof on it that had minimal damage that all the trees that should have fallen on the roof didn't fall anywhere near the house but fell away from the house even the bushes outside of the house um they had a little bit of damage but nothing in comparison to it like people's roofs were lifted off do you know what i mean like flooding was just like crazy and it's funny because i haven't really spoken about that time not that i don't want to i've just never had the opportunity to and maybe within all that time i've been processing that i really came very close to death and now i'm thinking about it it didn't even feel that way but i prepared myself i prepared myself not knowing what was going to happen you know i was in the midst of this chaos it wasn't going to end when i wanted to, wanted it to end it was going to end when the time was up for it for it to end do you know what i mean and i just had to ride out to ride the wave you know either in fear or without fear and i chose to ride it without fear and this is what we're talking about right like before i go into that i just want to continue the experience so in that moment when i knew death was close i just went into a place of silence and acceptance and i told myself if i'm going to die tonight i will not die in fear and i put myself in that position i don't know where the power even came from and 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 i want us to trust that when we are close to the end there'll be a sense of knowing and it's called the dmt that kicks in there is a dmt we if you've had ayahuasca or any sort of um, natural elements like mushrooms or even you know a chemical form you know lsd dmt is is I, I don't even know why they've made that illegal because we naturally produce that within our brains so the the two main times that we release dmt um naturally in our in our brains is when just before we die and just before we go off to, into a deep sleep i don't know if you've ever felt like you're you're so tired and you kind of like fall into this sleep but you're in this world but you're not of this world and you kind of like you, you're in and out and you you feel that you're in and out like you're trying to catch a conversation but you drift off again and and you're you actually feel the two worlds i i feel that all the time because i couldn't fall asleep anywhere when any time i any time i've been called on the other side it doesn't matter where i am i'm gone i'm not i'm not afraid to just leave my body and disappear um but 
and that's another aspect. And then also, if somebody, or if you've ever been really, really sick, where you've been low, 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 low on energy, and getting out of the bed has been really like so much of an effort, that's close to death. Because whenever you're losing life force energy, um, you, you don't have any energy to move. It's simple. When you're losing life force energy, it means you're closer to death. When you have life force energy, you're closer to health, you're closer to life. Right, so... Um, again, I told you I have so much to say and I feel like I'm just going all over the place. But it is about preparing. And in Dominica, I really prepared to die and I just embraced and accepted it within that moment. And it was a graceful moment for me. I've never I'd been in that position before. I've never had to see myself, observe myself in that position before. Um, and it felt wonderful. It felt beautiful. In fact... You know, I didn't even, <laughs> it was so wonderful that it eventually I had such a peace in my heart. Um, I, I just went to sleep. The rain started to stop. It wasn't so, I, can, I could feel that it was, it was winding itself up. Even though it was still quite um, damaging and dangerous, I could feel in my soul um, that something was winding up. And... The funny thing about it is that we also prayed and we also chanted and we also meditated. Um, we were doing so much in that bathroom. And I remember the builder was saying to us to, you know, he actually warned us. He's like, this is what's going to happen tonight. The safest part of the house is in the bathroom. The reason why the bathroom was the only part of the house that was made out of bricks. Everything else was wood. <coughs> Excuse me. So we listened to his instruction. His brother's house was next door. Totally shattered totally shattered and just to think that it was his brother's house because it was more of a modern looking house it was his brother's house that we were supposed to stay in, in the beginning but he had overbooked you see how things work sometimes when a disappointment happens it's not a real disappointment it's a blessing in disguise because we could have been in his brother's house and it would have been a lot worse and i just know that for me i trust my i trust my journey more than because my journey has proven itself to me that everything is in order and I'm safe and I'm good you know my heart is always good my heart is always clean and my heart is going to be the one that's going to save me you know and guide me as well so that was an experience that I prepared for that was a, a near-death experience that I prepared for and at this moment a lot of people are dying okay and um, it's something that we need to consider our own immor immortality um, and get comfortable with it. And, you know, we, we've been duped for so many aeons and um, generations and we just think a certain way and that way of thinking is really working against us. It's not freeing us, it's limiting us. And that's why we feel the way we feel most of the time. We don't feel free even to be our true selves. We don't feel free to be our true selves. What the hell? Like, what the hell? What? And a lot of us feel that way. I've, I've gone through that myself. It's a human condition. You know, we've been conditioned to not feel free within ourselves and it's not a nice feeling not to feel free. 
It's like you're a prisoner within your own mind. You're a prisoner within your own self. You know, you don't even know how to free yourself. So the, the whole of your life, you're a prisoner to yourself, within yourself. Like, no. No, that's not what we were born for. And even if we are to die, which we are, we are born to die, at least, at least die knowing that we were born to die. And there's an element of acceptance. However we die... However, I mean, I'm going to talk about that. You know, I'm going to go through different ways that a human being could die. And just address different ways. Because one of those ways are going to be our ways. And I strongly believe we can will our death. Or we can take our own death. Create our own death. Like we create our own weddings and we create our own parties. We can create our own death. We have that liberty. You know, I'd rather take my own life than somebody else take my own life. And if it means I have to swallow a concoction, and which is this going to make me totally unconscious, or semi-unconscious, moving very quickly to unconscious, up to an unconscious state, then I will do that. Because, again, it, I have the power. I have the power to take my own life. You know, so... Yeah, there's a lot going on, and um, but there's a bright side. There's a bright side, um, but it's 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 also good to be comfortable with. It's not a dark side. It's not a negative side neither. It's just a side that is not explored and it's not talked about, so it's not comfortable for me. Talking about death is very, 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 very comfortable. I'm a part of the positive death movement, and to talk about our death, you know, like we know it is is just what we do, and it's wonderful. You know, is nothing to fear. Because, in fact, we die every night. Well, a miniature death. When you go to sleep, you're dead to the world. You're dead to who you truly are. You're dead to your children. You're dead. You're just, you, you, everybody's dead when they're sleeping. So. Hmm. We have work to do. And I don't know how much time we have to do it. But what I do suggest is that you just own up to your truth. That's the quickest way to propel yourself to 100% heal, to 100% see clearly, to 100% free yourself. And there could be others, but those are the main three things that I want to address. You know, it's like if we really want to free ourselves, oh, and we have to do the work. We've got to do the work. We have to do the work. We can't just want those things which are, you know, fundamental things that we need and not want to work for them or work with them. We, we, it doesn't work that way. <sighs> you know, there's so much people out there wanting to take the shortcut. You know, if you're overweight, there is not a pill that you can take to lose all that weight. You have to work with working with yourself to get that weight off, you've got to work with yourself, or you've got to work with a trainer, or you've got to work with your will, or you've got to work with your budget, you've got to work, because that there is no pill out there where you can just swallow and you wake up in the morning and a quarter of the fat is gone, there isn't, and it goes the same way with our evolution or, you know, our consciousness, it does say seek and it shall and you shall find and if you knock it shall be open. If you're not seeking, if you're not knocking, then you're not gonna learn anything new. You're not gonna get what you need. You you, know, you haven't even started to grow. 
What are you going to grow with? There's nothing new that's been given to you. You haven't opened a door and gone beyond Narnia and seen such, seen like a whole new world. You, you're still in your old world. And even though our old world is dying, and it's dying very quickly, and they're talking about the new norm, and we've adjusted really well, great. But that is the first part of the unfolding. The second part, if you don't have some kind of knowing, some kind of strong faith, some kind of preparation, some kind of backup, you know, some kind of acceptance, it's going to be really difficult. It's going to be really, really difficult. And I'm saying this hoping that you will find some kind of strength, you'll propel yourself to, and that's what it really takes, it's just you strengthening your mind, strengthening your heart, you know, not being attached to this world, like all of a sudden I can just feel um, my nose blocked, I don't know why, but yeah, um, oh, I think I know I had some of the probiotics but maybe that's not that yeah but anyway um yeah I lost my trail of thought there but yeah we have to prepare for the inevitable we are gonna die we just don't know when we just don't know how but if we can prepare our minds to accept or be comfortable with um our transitioning you know um we're transitioning anyway whether we're conscious of it or not it's really great to transition when you're conscious because you have more control you have a say you can guide you can you know you can change you can transform you can you just got so much more power than to be unconscious. And, you know, there are people that are at certain levels, you know, that we probably look up to. There's a few people that I can say, right, I feel them. Um, there's no one that I really look up to because I'm not below anybody, but I resonate with certain people and I feel like I could listen to them. But at the same time, I lost my trailer for again. I think I'm getting tired. It happens. This is like way beyond my bedtime. But I, I had a message. And I didn't really plan to go on that long. Like, my, my system works like this. When it's time to shut down, like all these weird things, like I was breathing normally before, like all day, like all my life. But now I'm overriding my own self. By trying to end this message. Like there's a part of me that wants to complete the message. Which is my body self. And there's a part of me that's saying you need to go and restore. Hence why you're tripping out. I'm like losing my trail of thoughts. And I normally don't do that. And I get that. But I'm going to round up this message. And I'm going to. Because I'm going to be kind to me. I can literally feel myself fading away. 
but if I breathe deep, deeply enough, I can sort of like <sighs> prolong my time here with you. <sighs> All right, don't want to breathe too much because I won't be able to go to bed. All right, so my message today is we are very powerful. Um, we're living in a very beautiful, amazing time, even though it doesn't look that way or feel that way sometimes. Our body is made to move. We have to move the body beyond what it does every day, all day. You know, it, it, it's not being challenged. And we've got to do the work. We've got to do the work. The main thing is that we have to do the work. We've got to do the work because, do you know what it is? It's like, imagine um, a spaceship coming or, okay, let me not use a spaceship. Let me use Noah's Ark. I think that's more of a universal story. So think about you, the, um, Noah's Ark. And Noah, Noah was building the Ark because he had a revelation from God which stated that there was going to be a flood. So Noah was spending all of his time, if not all, most of his time, excuse me, Building an ark in preparation. Now, that's what we should be doing. Because we're clearly in a pandemic. Very clearly, the whole world. It, 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 it hasn't gone away. It was sleeping, which felt like things were going back to normal. But it's waking back up again. Alright, so it's stirring and I can see this thing stirring, I can feel it stirring, and just like Noah, we need to prepare. Um, we need to prepare our minds, first of all. We need to prepare our household and any supplies that we need to get. Um, the main thing is our minds. We really have to prepare our minds. And I can't tell you how, you know, I can suggest but really we we you know this is the work that we have to do we have to find ways quickly to give our own selves peace and it has to be solid peace which means that if it rains or if it storms you're still going to be good so i'm going to round it up because i'm drifting and i it's not good for me to drift and still be sharing energy this way so i'm going to will you all good night and thank you for listening and um be true to you set yourself free do the work and join me tomorrow or every rising at the bomb yard um um you see Rising chanting, 5.30 introduction, 5.55 chanting, EST, um, come and chant with us, come and connect to the breath, and right about now, I'm going to bid you all a wonderful night, and I'm going to exit from this third dimensional plane, one love, Bushmama loves you, yes I, 55.